this is Jenny Brown. Welcome to my podcast, Growing Up Through the Life Cycle, where each session looks at a different stage of life and the opportunities it presents for maturing self in relationship. Grandparenting. What do you think goes into being a mature grandparent? What do you first think about when you consider the role of a grandparent in the generations of a family? Look back over the generations of your family and reflect on the patterns of grandparents' involvement or lack of involvement in their children and their grandchildren's life. Were they living close by, perhaps being cared for in the family home? Was there a lot of distance between the generations? Was that physical distance or perhaps emotional distance? Many of these patterns of relationships between the generations are well set in the processes of doing family life that come down the generations. So it's always a good place to start with any stage of the life cycle is reflecting back on the patterns of relating that can be seen in our families of origin going back over the generations. And for those of us like myself who are grandparents, what goes into a useful, positive, healthy relationship between grandparents and their grandchildren? Well, in many ways, that's the wrong question, I think. And you notice in my book, Growing Yourself Up, that a heading to this section in the chapter on aging, when I come to grandparenting, I write, beware of skipping a generation. I have heard many stories in clinical practice over the years of very disillusioned grandparents who were very much looking forward to their role as grandparent and were so distressed to find themselves shut out of access to their grandchildren to varying degrees of shut out. Uh, The grandparent that I speak about in my book um, had really gone into grandparenting expecting to be a very involved grandparent when her first grandson was born. She was on the doorstep of her son's home right away, ready to take up the role of involved grandmother She had dreamed in advance about the kind of grandmother she was going to be doting on her grandchildren. And sadly, um, it was not turning out that way as she found herself in the very common triangle with her daughter-in-law, very tense in her relationship with her mother-in-law and her son, kind of sandwiched in between the two important women in his life, his wife and his mother. 
and struggling to know how to define himself to either of these women who were not getting along, particularly once there was a grandchild in the mix. What um, Helen, this grandmother, really had not appreciated was that just rushing in with an expectation of being an involved grandmother is a quite unhelpful assumption to have and it does skip over what kind of relationship does a mother have with her adult son in in Helen's case that grows a, a trusting relationship where her son's wife comes to see her as a resource to her husband rather than an imposition into their making their lives together in their new generation. And Helen had to step back and really think about the way she had made many assumptions of involvement without working on an open relationship with her son, really getting to know him as an adult, really getting to know how he was thinking about doing family life, his partnership with his wife. And Helen had to really stop and appreciate that her expectations of involvement without a strong platform of a calm, trusting, genuine, real relationship with her son needed to be the foundation for being able to have a a positive grandparenting role in her son, her daughter-in-law's family life. And this was not going to be a quick fix for Helen. It was going to be a slow and steady effort to build a more open relationship with her son and to rebuild a sense of mutual respect between the generations. Not an easy thing to do and it's very hard when hurts get in the mix and when anxiety and hurts are in the mix, there's always the blame game going on which so often happens in a triangle where the blaming between the two women in the family was masking where the real issue lay in relationship between the mum, Helen, the grandmum, and her own son, and of course her relationship with her husband as a LinkedIn triangle. So as I think about my move into grandparenting, While I haven't had the intense challenges that someone like Helen has had, what I have seen are some of the very same lessons have needed to be learned. And this is the thing with Bowen Family Systems Theory. We all share the same kinds of patterns in managing changes in relationships in the family, the same kinds of Normal anxieties and patterns for responding to those anxieties are present for all of us in our families. And indeed, I have had to learn just how much I assume things about how I can be helpful in my adult daughter's life 
rather than asking. Just that basic, don't assume but ask, is something I have to keep reminding myself of because I'm such a mind reader as an immature pattern in my relationships. I'm so quick to assume I know what will be helpful for my daughter or anyone in my family. And I just have to remember to pull myself back and not assume or mind read, but ask. And asking questions in relationship is so essential to building a reciprocity of joint friendship, respect, really knowing each other well. And working on that with my daughter, respecting that her relationship with her husband comes ahead of her relationship with me now, now that she's an adult, well ahead. And to adjust my expectations of a relationship, it's a different stage of life to when uh, she was a teenager, still dependent on her parents financially and in many other ways and gradually growing into an independent adult. And working that transition out is the foundation to then being able to move into being a resource as a grandparent when the time comes. In thinking about grandparenting, I think it's useful for any of us who are imagining being grandparents or who are grandparents to think about how much of our ideas about grandparenting are around enjoying our grandchildren as opposed to thinking about how we might be a resource to our adult children as they are in the throes of parenting themselves. It's a very different angle on grandparenting, moving away from our own projections about the enjoyment and satisfaction of grandparenting as if somehow we are owed that enjoyment of our grandchildren without having to work on the relationship foundation that would bring the enjoyment as a fruit of the hard work of being present in a non-anxious, respectful way in our children's lives. So rather than considering how can we enjoy our grandchildren, even though they can be the most delightful joy in our lives, the focus on our own satisfactions can really be fraught in any relationship. So the shift is thinking about how can I genuinely be a resource to my children? And as I've already said, the thing that I have to watch is to not mind read what my children want me to be as a resource, but to get to know what's happening in their life, how they're managing the challenges of their parenting, how they're thinking about and managing the um, pleasures of their parenting and the changes in their children's stages of life, just really getting to know them, which can be done if our children live a long way away from us through the the wonders of modern technology, 
as well as if our children live in the same city or geographic region as us. So just thinking about being a resource rather than thinking about how we want to enjoy our grandchildren. What kind of a relationship needs to be built between the grandparent and their adult children? What kind of relationship needs to be built where our adult children might come to see us as helpful and perhaps to even see us as having some wisdom that they might appreciate because of the life experience that we have. That doesn't just happen without a calm, respectful connection having been built over the years. I do think that there is a very sad loss of connection in current Western society between the generations of grandparents, the older adults, and their children. And there are many factors that have contributed to that. But it is worth just considering what can be done from those of us who are the older parents move in the grandparenting stage, what initiatives, positive, mature initiatives can we take to build a relationship where we can be a genuine resource, where our children would want to ask us questions, not asking us how they should do their lives because that's over-functioning, but wanting to know what we think about various aspects of life and parenting. It's good to pause and consider what kind of foundational work needs to happen in any relationship where the other sees us and as a resource, sees us as people who can offer insights and perspectives that they can find useful. So grandparenting, I hope I've raised a few important questions about growing up at this stage of the life cycle. The broader picture of grandparenting is very important to take into consideration. If life in the older age group is all about our grandchildren, that's going to just be too intense, way too much intensity and investment tied up in one relationship part of life. And intensity breeds anxiety, breeds fusion, confusion, misunderstandings, not helpful to relationships. So it's good to pause and think about all the other important life domains and not neglecting them in the stages of latter life, beyond midlife, to ensure that not all of our eggs of, are in this, the one basket, to spread our eggs around different baskets of life involvement, life meaning, and different relationships, to not neglect the important relationship, which is 
for those of us still who are married uh, in the later life stages to not neglect working on that marriage into old age because a neglected marriage contributes to an over-focus on our children and our adult children and of course that can be an over-focus on our grandchildren as well. One other question that I'm always asked by grandparents is what do they do when they disagree with the way their children are parenting, where they see a parenting approach that they think is unhelpful to the development of their grandchildren? Oh, what a great question that is. What do you think is a way of working through a question like that? And again, it comes back to what kind of relationship needs to be built of really knowing each other, a genuine relationship, not a dutiful relationship between the generations needs to be in place before our children would be open to our input and different perspectives on ways of parenting before our children would be willing to come to us and say, I'm struggling with managing my child's sleep routine. I've been trying this approach. It doesn't seem to be working. What do you think? And for us in the grandparent role to not rush in and think we know what's best and say, well, I'm glad you came to me with that question. Um, here's what I've been thinking for a long time you should be doing differently and telling the other, telling our child how they should behave is an imposition into their lives. It's a taking over their own responsibility to figure their own way out with their spouse in their parenting of their children. So the response is always to just consider how we can share our thinking and be interested in our adult children's own experience of what they're learning from their parenting, to be a resource by asking good questions rather than being quick to give directions, which often may not be particularly helpful in the way that we thought they worked for us 35 years previously when the world was quite different in many ways. So grandparenting, what goes into a positive, mature grandparenting relationship? If there's one takeout from this podcast, it's to not skip a generation, not to put all our energies into our grandchildren and neglect the important patient effort to be a resource in our children's life, to be present in their lives in a non-intruding, non-intense way, to get to know them, to be interested in their lives and to share our lives with them. Mm -hmm.